1: Welcome to episode 38 of the opening line. We are brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network. We are excited to bring you a jam-packed episode. We're gonna to touch on Tinder, a little bit of the NFL, a little bit of the NCAA, and of course we gotta get you some MLB postseason updates. Check us out, everybody.
0: Pass comes into Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Let's get it started. Let's get it started here. Let's get it started. Let's get it started.
1: Get it started, get it started. Get it started what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Roz. We are back. It's another beautiful week. If you took my advice this past week, you definitely made yourself some money. Um, we'll get into the Denver game. That definitely screwed up the amount of units you might have taken home. But Wits, we're back. We're going to do picks, but we're going to start in your neck of the woods. And we're not talking about Deerfield. We're talking about Major League Baseball Wits. And I know you probably have a lot to say. We were wrong about the Brewers who kind of caved after we gave them some life on the show last week. But Wits, what do you have to say about the postseason as it has gone so far?
2: It's been an awesome postseason so far, Roz, and we have let baseball go by the wayside for the past two months, but no more postseason baseball is up there with almost any other sporting event uh, in this show, so we're going to give it some love. Just a little recap of what's going on, The Tampa Bay Rays are going to take this series to game five. It looks like they've got a 5-1 lead in the seventh inning over the Houston Astros, just shelled Justin Verlander tonight. Shocking, to say the least. Ray Stadium was packed, so we've got Game 5 in the AL, and we've got two other Game 5s in the NL. The Braves and the Cardinals are tied at 2-2, and the Nats and the Dodgers are tied at 2-2. This is just what every sports fan dreams of. is not Game 7s, but the Game 5. That's what it's all about. Um, also, a little shout-out to the Yankees, sending about 36 players to the IL this year, and they swept the Twins' absolutely out of the building they are in the ALCS once again looking to match up with the Astros but I don't know Roz this race team is feisty and they're getting after it um but yeah the twins and all those home runs they're gone by the wayside they are
1: no more can I put two Roz takes on baseball that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna put two takes one I'm not too worried about the Astros I know they're losing 4-1 right now but in the game five, it's just to me, it seems like the Astros are gonna walk away with it. It's kind of the argument we've made for LeBron James when he gets to a game seven, he's gonna win it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna chill on that for a second. But which I want to call out something about Major League Baseball, and you can agree or disagree with me because you were just talking about it. Uh, kind of tired of the game fives. Um, and not in terms of like, oh, a game seven? Am I tired of that too? No, I want them to go to seven. Why is it that one, the wild card game has to be one game, which I think is unfair as is. I mean, you argue about that all the time. Really, we're on the same side for that one. But I'm over the fact that it's only a five-game series in the divisional round. Like, come on, give us a little bit more baseball because we know you're looking to extend anyways. And five games, I just don't think it does it justice for the series, so... Honestly, I'm against game fives. Let's push everything to seven. What do you think?
2: Uh, interesting point. I, I think the two seven game series and this in the championship series and the world series are enough for me. I kinda like that it gets extended a little bit. Um, but interesting point there. I'm gonna say I disagree. Wow.
1: But you regardless. What's your deal? You like baseball. You know, how could you not want more I like baseball? baseball?
2: But I just like I like the format how it is now. You get the five and you get the two seven. Uh, I just I just like the feeling of it, and you know I think it just makes it the next round is just like a little more a little more mustard on there. So a little more mu- that's my take. Dude, look at you being Doesn't Chicago. Matter.
1: Put a little more put a little mustard on it. Absolutely. I think it's you need to catch up to my point though. Hey, we're we're using uh, puns. We're using puns today. Um, give me some baseball very thoughts. Funny. Do you have any picks before we move on? I know we've got a quick show tonight. So what what are your picks moving forward? Are you as confident as I am when it comes to? the Astros gonna pick up the win or are you thinking that the Rays have a shot and then give me a little bit about the NL and just pick us out I guess is what I'm asking
2: yeah so I do think the Rays have a shot I mean they came out tonight and just put an absolute spanking on Verlander he was out of there early so it makes me think that against Garrett Cole tomorrow they're gonna definitely have a chance but you know what Roz in the AL I'm going to take the Yankees to go to the world series. I think that team is just too hot and has too much momentum. And this Houston team definitely slowed down a little bit by this race team. Even if they win in game five, um, you know, that, that's two extra games that they had to play And the Yankees is many injuries that they've had this year. Um, they're a terror squad on the offensive side of the ball. And if Luis Severino can go out and dominate for a game, they're the team I'm looking to make the world series in the NL a little bit of a different story here. The Nats have a pretty good trio of pitchers over there with Strasburg, Scherzer, and Corbin. Corbin hasn't done well lately, but I'm going to take the Nats in game five here, rise And then on the other side of things, I'm going to take the Braves in game five, but i like the Nats to move on to the World Series. Let's make it a Washington, New York, a little crosstown rival there, uh, across states and Maybe the Nationals, Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg. That's a scary team to go up against. I think they just might do it, but we're going to save our World Series picks for a little later in this postseason.
1: That's fair. But, Wits, it's time to get back to what we do best, and that's talking football, especially on my end. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. I know. You've had a tough go of it recently. But, Wits, what we're going to do now, we're not going to do three. We're going to do a quick Two hitters on the Tinder. We're going to do Fantasy Tinder Week 6, I think we're in, for fantasy football. Our guys kind of made some noise last week. The Todd Gurley question I asked you, he was definitely available, and he looked good. That's a guy I would take on a date. Blue Jam on uh, Wilshire is kind of the place i take him, especially after giving me two touchdowns last week. So, Wits, I'm going to ask you to give me two Tinder guys for fantasy purposes, obviously. If you're listening to the show... I swing the other way, but we're going to give you our best advice for your daily fantasy and your season-long fantasy. Wits, let's go with two guys each. You tell me how you're feeling about him moving forward, or if he's just a daily fantasy guy. If you'd swipe right, swipe left, let us know. Obviously, we did this last week. Let's do it again. Wits, I'll let you start us off. Give me a player to swipe on.
2: All right. uh, I'm taking a player who, at one point, was the clear-cut number one receiver in the league. Took a few years off, but now finds himself in a very interesting position. Josh Gordon on the New England Patriots, Roz. He's done some good things this year. Hasn't been getting as much volume as he did in 2014 with the Browns, but an interesting guy the rest of the season in fantasy. What are we doing? I'm Josh Gordon right now.
1: Right. So Josh Gordon, a guy, you know what, back in my <laughs> high school days. I mean, I don't know. Was Tinder around? I'm not even sure. I'm repping a bumble hat, by the way, tonight, with, So I'm I'm really uh, cross-branding right now. But we're definitely Tinder through and through. Just ask my Saturday night. Uh, But let's go with Josh Gordon, like you said. This is a guy I'm swiping right on because Tom Brady's the quarterback, and this offense is going to figure it out. Let's talk about this. Josh Gordon, six foot a hundred, because the guy is tall as can be, jacked out of his mind. I don't know if you've seen without a shirt. Again, I'm giving you the physical traits, which most people look at on Tinder. This guy alone is a specimen; deserves a swipe right on that. But his talent's also there as well. This guy's a number one wide receiver, pretty much for any team in the league. So I'm going to go with Josh Gordon being a swipe right. Julian Edelman is taking a lot of attention up the field. Josh Gordon is going to score some more touchdowns and get some more yards for you moving forward. Season-long, swipe right. This guy's going on a date. I don't know where I'm taking him. Probably taking him to Luna's on Ocean Avenue. Got some great Mexican food. Make him a little more spicy. All right, fair enough. A lot lot of
2: extra info there. Not all football, but we'll live with it. We know how you are. Uh, Next guy.
1: I'm an emotional man.
2: Yeah, still in jail. But we'll save that story for another time. Next next guy, Roz.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers right now
2: are 1-4. James Conner has really not gotten things rolling yet compared to what he did last year, but it looks like he might be finding a little stepping stone here with Jalen Samuels out for at least a month. James Conner, very interesting. I feel like he's right near the middle of the scale. How do we feel about him?
1: James Conner, the next guy up. Uh, Let's talk about this Tinder profile, man. He's scored two touchdowns the last two weeks, and you're talking to a guy who only likes to score. Uh, So I'm all in on him. He has one of the weirder hairstyles. I'm a guy, you know what I like? I like good hair. Uh, I like straight hair, like, specifically. But this guy, he's going to tuck it up. It's not going to affect his running. Like you said, it's going to be more his ball. He's scored the last two weeks. James Conner, to me, is a guy I'm also swiping right on. By the way, I think I'm 5 for 5 on swiping right. I don't know if that means I have low standards. Girls, I'm telling you, you're going to have to impress a little bit more on those sites. Uh, but no, I'm going to go swipe right. This guy is a, a workhorse back. He's going to score a lot of touchdowns, and I honestly think this is a guy you want on your team moving forward. I wanted to draft him on draft day, but he was robbed a couple of picks before me. So another swipe right, Wits. I got to give you two quick ones, Wits. I'll rattle them off. You can tell me swipe right, swipe left. These are guys that I think are kind of becoming or, or getting back into the fold. Tevin Coleman is one of them, and I'm going to leave off Matt Breida because I have some qualms to pick with him but Tevin Coleman is my first one and then Tariq Hill is he going to be back it's going to be ready to go I'm interested which way you are swiping feel free to tell me how you think about them tell me about their posture give me a little bit of form here maybe their physical traits that you admire but uh yeah hit me up with some of it
2: Nah, Rob I think I'm just going to stick straight to football and Tevin Coleman is a pretty is a pretty it's strong 2019 left yeah pretty strong swipe left in my mind right now and nothing nothing that i dislike about him as a player but first of all you've seen some of the injuries this year and i know he had a big breakout game his first game back but there's a lot of guys in that backfield looking at matt brita looks like the fastest man alive on that touchdown run getting up it was like 22 and a half miles an hour um not to say that he's going to do that every game but jeff wilson was out you know once he comes back there's a lot of different Things going on in that 49ers backfield. And I think a key injury that happened on Monday night, they lost their fullback, Kyle Ushchek, who was a big part of that offensive scheme in their game. The 49ers have played some really weak competition so far. Their game script has been really favorable to the running backs, but they're going to run into some tough teams here, and they're not just going to be able to hand the ball off 25, 30 times a game. So, Tevin Coleman, he did look great, but that game was an absolute beatdown and will not. You know that's just not what the 49ers are going to look like the rest of the year. So I'm swiping left on Tevin Coleman. I think there's some better options out there. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy high on him right now. I know he had a great game. And then give me your second guy. I already forgot.
1: Short-term, Tariq He's pretty controversial. He's been hurt. Season-long-wise, are you swiping right? Is this a guy you're taking to uh, Lumal Nadi's potentially?
2: I don't know about Lumal Nadi's, but. Uh, I think I'd have to swipe right on Tariq Hill here. You know, this Chiefs offense the past couple weeks, Patrick Mahomes, I know he threw for over 300 yards last week, but hasn't really had back-to-back performances that would lead you to say that, wow, this guy is putting up the same kind of stats as last year, which would be almost impossible. But Tariq Hill just adds such another dimension to this offense. And I think when he gets back on the field, Patrick Mahomes is going to be lighting it up even more than he has these past few weeks. Um, You know, you look at Travis Kelsey, some of the other weapons over there, Tariq Hill is really the guy that can pop the top off a defense. You know, he's a threat to score at any point on the field. And, you know, the people who drafted him and have been stashing him on the bench waiting for this day to come, I think it's going to pay dividends because Tariq Hill, say what you want, about anything off the field. Um, It hasn't been good so far, but on the field, the guy's an absolute playmaker and it's going to be a big, big, big player in a lot of fantasy teams um, you know that have waited to get him back on the field since week one. So I'm uh, playing I right. think
1: you're uh, giving Rube a little bit of credit here. I don't think you meant to, but you're doing it. Uh, I am. Uh, I yeah. am. I'm doing it. He's stashed. Alright, Wits, we got college football. Not a lot happened in the top ten. We did have a loss, but that was uh, Auburn, who was slipped and has moved down. I don't even know how far down they've moved, but they have. Uh, they're down to 12 at this point. Pretty much everything else has stayed the same. We had buys with Alabama and Clemson. Ohio State just beat down Michigan State as I expected and covered. We had Georgia beating Tennessee 43-14. LSU, easy win over Utah State. Oklahoma had a little bit of a struggle in the first half, but gets past Kansas. Florida, you saw they they proved me wrong once again. I am 0-3 for 3 when choosing Auburn. It is the most ridiculous thing of all time that I cannot. Pick Auburn to fucking win, and I apologize for the vulgar language there, but Auburn has done me dirty three times in a row now, and I just I can't figure it out. Then we've got Wisconsin, who I like and Wits doesn't like. we got Notre Dame at 9, and Penn State finally into the top 10, where they rightfully belong, and I think they're going to be even bigger this week. Wits, I don't know if you want to allude to any of your horrible picks from last week. Feel free to, but I think it's time. Oh,
2: oh Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. You talked about how horrible my picks were. College actually went three and two. So I don't know if you want to call it horrible, but you know, it might be, it did win my two unit play, which I said to everybody on the show that Florida was going to win that game straight up. So for those of you who didn't listen, I'm sorry. Wait till next week. Um, so yeah, three and two wasn't bad. Lost Michigan state, lost Iowa. Um, Iowa, if you were going to tell me that they were going to give up 10 points in that game, I probably would have taken them 100 times out of 100. You know, they couldn't put one drive together the whole game and got to give credit to Michigan. I mean, you know, they stopped them. And uh, Iowa had the ball on the 50-yard line two times in the fourth quarter. They took over possession and still couldn't get anything rolling. So very disappointing that they couldn't cover that spread. But overall, you know, Boston College plus 6.5, Toledo minus 1.5, uh, no matter how little – the team names are it doesn't matter it's all money in your pocket and I had the two unit play with Florida but Roz we've got a lot of big matchups this week and one thing that we don't shy away from on this show is taking these top 25 matchups because those are the games we love to watch so it's nice to have a little action on those sides you got a couple picks on the same side this week a couple picks on opposite sides so I'll let you start us off um, I know we're teaming up on a couple of these plays here double digit spreads so let's hear it on these top 25 matchups
1: Yeah, uh, kind of a heartbreaker for me. Uh, Honestly, I've been so big on Oklahoma all year long, and the fact that I'm going against them here hurts. But it's a Big 12 game where they're going to score 3,000 points, and honestly, I just think that they're not going to get away from this opponent. Jalen Hurts is fantastic, and we've seen time and time again him come through in the clutch and get these big Ws, but... This one's going to be tough. I mean, Sam Elgar took a tough loss to LSU earlier this year. Is that going to happen again in another crucial game? It is also at Texas, so keep that in mind. I'm going Texas. I know you're there with me. As well as Notre Dame, minus 11 against USC. I think that one is just the opportunity for me to bet against the WAC 12, the worst conference in football. I don't care what anybody says. Notre Dame easily covers the 11. I don't know if USC is going to even show up give me Notre Dame, give me Texas. Texas, if I could do a half unit, which we're not allowing ourselves to do, I would, but I do have only one unit on both Texas and Notre Dame.
2: Yeah, and Roz, talking about Texas, um, one thing I really love about Sam Ellinger is he really doesn't shy away from those big games, and that LSU game, I know that they lost, but you know, I thought that was a fantastic effort by the Texas Longhorns, and Oklahoma's offense might be the scariest offense in college football, but this game is being played at Texas. Texas is 4-1, and one, um, scratching the surface of a top-10 ranking once again, and this is a very good football team. So I think this game is going to be a one-score game and the over-under 75.5. I mean, there's going to be some points scored in this one, but I think Texas will keep it close. They're going to put up some points. I really like them in this matchup. I don't think they're going to win straight up, but I wouldn't be surprised if they were the team to knock off the undefeated Sooners and Notre Dame don't really have much to say about that matchup. I just, I just think they're going to put a beat down on USC and USC has has looked really good at some points this year and really bad. Um, so you never know what you're going to get, but I think Brian Kelly and Notre Dame are just going to whip them up and down the field. And I think this is going to be a three score game. So I love Notre Dame in this one. I know you feel pretty similarly about it. So Those are the two games that we're on the same side for. And now in the other top 25 matchups, I'm going back to the breadbasket, baby. Give me the Hawkeyes at home versus the five and O Penn state Nittany lions. Iowa is going to win this game straight up. So I will take the plus four. I'm on a freaking roll with these small underdogs at home. And it's going to happen again. Penn state will go down. It'll be embarrassing. And the Hawkeyes are going to march their way to that Big Ten title. You just watch.
1: Wow. Pretty bold. Okay. I feel you. Pretty bold. It didn't work for you last week, but it's okay. Um, Penn State, I think this is going to be an easy one. Uh, Iowa showed their true colors. Their offense is atrocious. It's it's not even existent. So I'm not too concerned. Penn State, to me, honestly, they should have won by more. Uh, that was a push last week. It's our first push, Wits, by the way, uh, in eight I weeks. That. How wild is that? I am now 16, 15, and one. Last week I went three, one and one, which is a good record. Uh honestly, Penn State minus four was the easiest line I've ever seen. I'm gonna rip that. I'm surprised I didn't put two units on it. I think I saved my two units play to also take it back out on you on our next matchup or against one another. But Penn State, they're gonna win. They're on their march. Honestly, a team I think that could sneak in to the playoffs. Them and Wisconsin are two no minus teams. Uh, it's okay. You know what, Wits, there's, uh, there's opinions you have and there's opinions I have. And it seems that my opinions matter more, especially when it comes to these picks. So, I'm going Penn State, minus four here. LSU, minus 13 is the other game we're differing on. You love to try to battle me on these SEC games. And it's it's a bunch of BS. It's coming to an end today. LSU against, whatchamacallit, Florida. They're so irrelevant and their quarterbacks. They might be without Trask this week. LSU is going to come in there, win, their, win this game by 25 points. Easy, PC Lemon Squeezy.
2: Wow. Okay, well, I think I think the SEC battle is definitely favoring me so far this year. But, um, guys, you're going to want to take Florida in this matchup. It's simple. LSU has been an absolute heater for the entire year. And as bad as Florida can be sometimes at 6-0, and this just might be the game that gets them over the hump, and they are not going to back down in Baton Rouge against the Tigers this week. I love that I'm getting 13 points because I think this game is going to go down to the wire, and LSU is going to stumble on offense this week. I know Joe Burrows is a possible Heisen candidate, but no more after this week. It's going to be a tough matchup for him, and Florida might score 14 points, but they're not going to give up that many points to LSU, so give me the Florida Gators, plus 13. Easy money. This is going to be a close game, um, and I don't know who the winner's going to be, but it's not going to be LSU by more than 13 points. So give me the Gators. And just to top it off, a little cherry. Give me Mississippi State, minus 6.5. A a my five picks. That's it.
1: Wow. Well, you're sticking with the SEC. I'm going to bounce back because I've been doing my best when it comes to the Big Ten. Um, I think it's wishful thinking that you think Florida's going to be able to compete again. Florida got theirs on me this year, and that's the only one they're going to get. So I'm all on LSU. Joe Burrows has been arguably the next best candidate to win the Heisman, and people aren't even paying attention. Uh, Michigan, I took, I took, like I tell you, every week I take a big, big spread. Georgia hit last week. Ohio State hit last week. Penn State was a push, so you just got to trust me. And Michigan against Illinois, although it is on the road, I think Illinois played their best game last week against a conference opponent, and I think Michigan offensively needs to get back on track. I think they win this game by 38 points. You heard it here first. You're looking at a potential 4-1 because, respectively, this Texas one freaks me out. But I wouldn't be surprised if Roz took you to the promised land and helped you go 5-0 and o on six units spread across the board. So I'm looking forward to Saturday and what it has to offer, especially since I'm ahead of Wits and I hope to remain in that same position because we do know he is well behind when it comes to the NFL. Wits, we're going to give our NFL picks, but let's talk about a couple things here first. Is Baker in trouble? How great is Aaron Rodgers and the Packers? So the best team of all time. Are arguably better than the Patriots, who lost the Super Bowl at 18-0. Probably better than these Dolphins that went 13-0 way back in the day. This Packers team might be the greatest Packers team and the greatest NFL team of all time. No Tom Brady's, no Joe Montana's. We've got Aaron Rodgers. And I'm that confident after week, what, five or four and one so I want to hear your take on that as well as your take on the rest of the league, I guess. What else is going on that's, uh, that's bothering you. Also the bears suck just so I can put that in the universe. Yeah. The, the bears suck. Um, Oh, you agree. That a, you. True Chicago. I, I mean, it's given up when they when things get tough.
2: No, I didn't say it was given up, but they, I, I can still cheer for them, and they can still suck. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. Um, that was an embarrassing loss to the Raiders in London, um, the alarms didn't go off in the first half, and you know by that point it was already too late. And they actually did get the lead back in the fourth quarter, and they still couldn't hold it. So John Gruden cooking with some gas right now in Oakland. He's 3-2 and two, to the surprise of a lot of people. But, yeah, Chicago Bears, my two-unit play, that was a disaster. Um, and then the Chargers, too. That was another disaster. So losing 4.4 units on two games, not ideal, Rod. It really knocked me back this week. Um, but but I, I, I'm going to give myself a little pat on the back here. You know, two two takes I had preseason, and I think you can agree with uh, me. Dear. One of them was about the Packers, but just, just hear me out. Hear me I'm going to hear you out, I but said, th- you're but welcome said, okay, for Okay, then hear stats. me out. Then hear me out. Oh,
1: this is, oh.
2: Before the year, said that the Browns were overrated, the hype was too much, and they were not as good of a team as everybody thought. And that after okay. five weeks right now, I would have to say that I'm right so far on Baker yes. Mayfield and the, the band of brothers over there in Cleveland. OBJ
1: has scored they, 10 fancy points combined in the last two weeks. Just something to put out there.
2: Right. So, you know, all that love in Cleveland, uh, I'm not putting them as the favorite in the NFC North. I didn't do it before the season and I'm certainly not doing it now because they have looked like garbage. For some of these games. Well, it's good. Coming you don't out have to Monday put them night, as a
1: favorite in the NFC North. They're in the AFC North. So we'll, you can uh, circle back to the Packers when you want to talk about the NFC okay. North.
2: but it was my subconscious talking, talking about the NFC North. Um, I know you brought it up, Rise. The Packers look fantastic right now, but another preseason take from a fantasy side here said that Aaron Rodgers was not going to live up to the statistical hype that he has in the past. And just a little stat out there for everybody who overdrafted
1: Rodgers. I think, that's unfa- I think that's unfair that you think I overdrafted him. That I did not. You did overdraft him. Took what? him a QB2. He was not QB2.
2: Aaron Rodgers is Q fantasy quarterback number 19 this year. There are 18 other quarterbacks in the league who have put up more points than Aaron Rodgers. So if you listen to Witch's pre draft breakdown, which said stay away from Aaron Rodgers. You are living the high life right now because that man, although he's winning football games, is not winning you fantasy football games. And you are the first culprit of that, my friend. Wait, wait, wait. from wait, 2-0 wait. to 2-3. I don't even know why you're and so nothing, salty nothing about this. Nothing I have this. said is a lie here.
1: I just so think you're salty. Battle me if you want. I'm not salty. I, I think I, you it's are. Hard
2: to, it's hard to hear you up here. I can't hear you anymore.
1: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know what? Everest is a tough <laughs> climb, and I was ahead of you and. We've always known I'm more of a sprinter than an endurance person, so I jumped out the gates 2-0 if we're talking about my fantasy team. But at the end of the day, there's not a single person in this world, I think even Usain Bolt at this point I'd put behind me, that would beat me in a race. I mean, I'm a sprinter through and through, and maybe I'll be able to sprint across that finish line at the end of the year. But your comments about Rodgers are just... That's a a sorry excuse. They're unjust. I'm not making excuses. The endurance is tough. How are they they unjust? I'm just stating facts. Dude, because your team's winning as a product of that, because he's allowing for Aaron Jones to rush for four touchdowns in a game, which hasn't been done by a Packer, and I don't even know how it, especially during Aaron Rodgers' career. So the fact that this is what I was asking you was how great this team is. This is the best running game the Packers have had. This is the best defense we've had, and we have the best quarterback in the league. This team is destined for a Super Bowl, and it's going to say Super Bowl twenty twenty. And you know what? I'm going to make my way down to Miami somehow. I mean, I'm, we've got in cahoots with Sean Merriman, so maybe he'll come through in the clutch. I still don't know if I'm getting those tickets week nine. But we'll figure it out. Just tell me how good the Packers are and stop harping on Aaron Rodgers as QB19 for fantasy.
2: Rod, I mean, there, there wasn't one word that I said that wasn't true in my statement. I said the Packers were good, and I said I told you to how stay good, away though? from Aaron Rodgers. You're, you're
1: shying away from what I so, want. You're shying I away mean, from the uh, answer. Line. Tell me. NFC North favorites, I, Super Bowl favorites. Give me a little love. Of course they're the favorites right now. Oh, we're late. having fun. This is a good time. I'm enjoying this. But all let's right, get into you, picks.
2: You, you can backtrack on all the different points, but you know, deep down, and I'm right. And I just said, fantasy perspective. I made a call at the start of the year. I stuck to it, and look how it's turned out. He's been shit. Well, I'm sorry,
1: I might have been wrong about drafting Aaron Rodgers, which I don't believe so, because uh, he's my quarterback. There it is. He's my quarterback, and I will stick with him till the day I die or the day he dies. Hopefully, hopefully, it's not soon for either of us because one, I'm gorgeous, and two, he's the best fantasy or he's the best quarterback in the league. Wits, I'm 15 and 10 with a positive four units, and you are sitting at negative 1.3 units. And you went one and four this past week in the NFL. Me, on the other hand, I had a kind of a tough three and two the chargers were really embarrassing and the browns were really embarrassing in my picks especially because i put more units on the chargers but it's fine all my heavy bets won with the eagles and the patriots and the vikings i survived my survivor pool which you and rube were giving me a tough time about but i've got us up on the units i'm 15 and 10 i'm looking good like i usually do when it comes to nfl picks which do you want to defend yourself at all or do you want to go into a clean slate and start this week off with your picks
2: uh, no, I'm not going to defend myself. It was a horrible week. I uh, went should. one and four lost two, two unit games sitting at 12 and 13 right now down 1.3 units. But you know, with a, you know, a four and one week, I think we can get back to even, I like the picks this week. Um, keeping it close, my biggest spread right now, three and a half points. So uh, I'm looking for a lot of tight games, a lot of tight matchups. So I will start us off. Um, my first game, of the week i'm going to take the tennessee titans they're going on the road against the broncos they are light, they are getting two and a half points excuse me uh the titans are that one week off one week on team and i think they're just going to be on this week the broncos are coming off the biggest win of their season because it was the only one against a, a chargers team that scratched a lot of head scratching right now Lots over there in scratching. la philip
1: losing you know,
2: yeah, whatever it is. There's not enough words to describe how he played in that game. But I like the Titans in this one, plus the two-and-a-half. Um, I think Mariota, Derrick Henry are going to put it together, and Joe Flacco is going to have to make some plays, which he's not going to make in this game. So I like the Titans plus two-and-a-half. And then my other two-and-a-half point spread, which I believe you have as well. That's correct. Uh, both taking the Arizona Cardinals at home versus the Falcons. Um, these two teams are not great the least, but the Falcons are an extreme disappointment this year. I like the Cardinals. I like Cliff Kingsbury to get a second win here. Kyler Murray continues to improve, I think, each week in terms of the decision making. So I like the Cardinals here, uh minus two and a half or excuse me, plus two and a half at home. Um like the home dog and I think they're gonna get it done.
1: Yeah, I like the home dog here. I'm agreeing with you on the Kyler Murrays getting smarter and getting more efficient He's having less trouble at the line of scrimmage and getting the ball off. He's also moving a lot better, much like his Oklahoma days. I do like that plus two and a half. I've only got a unit on it, but Atlanta is so bad. They they can't stop anything. Uh, Leaky Fawcett, let alone a running back or any other team that's come their way. They gave up 50 points last week to the Texans, who in the previous two weeks hadn't totaled 20 points. So honestly, this is one of the most devastating teams in the league. And I say that because there's so much hope. You've got arguably one of the best receivers of all time in Julio Jones. Matt Ryan is an elite quarterback. I know he lost the Super Bowl, and some can argue it. But honestly, look at the arm and look at the stats. This guy puts up numbers left and right. I'm going Arizona, though, plus 2.5 is my pick. I think this is going to be a big home win for the Arizona Cardinals, taking it two in a row now. I like that a lot. And, wits, since you're doubling down on picks, my other pick, Chiefs, was the sexiest pick I saw this week. And they're taking on the Texans who just came off that big win and the Chiefs coming off that big loss. It's been a tough two weeks for Patty Mahomes. But, hey, I'm putting two units on. The Chiefs, minus 4.5. They're going to be at home. This is a game I like a lot. I think Deshaun Watson goes back to struggling a little bit. And honestly, at the end of the day, I think the Chiefs could take this by double digits. I'm just hoping they throw Hopkins the ball in the end zone for the first time since week one. This has been killing me fantasy-wise. They need to figure it out. Who the hell is Will Fuller to take all my touchdowns away? But anyways, Chiefs minus four and a half. That is my second pick, wits.
2: All right. um, Well, let's just finish him off right here. Why not? Give me the Redskins minus three and a half. Yeah, it's no no more no more screwing around. Redskins minus three and a half. Uh, this is a winless football game, so barring a tie, the Redskins or the Dolphins are going to come away with a victory here. And I think the Redskins, as awful as they are, I think they are a better team than the Dolphins, and I think they're going to be a little fired up. But Jay Gruden is no longer the man in charge over there, so I think they take this one in, in a pretty easy road victory. Then I'm also going to take the Saints. They've shown a lot of love to me this year, and I think that continues against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. No Minshew magic. Um, you know, I remember the Jaguars' defense supposed to be good. They're horrible. And the Saints will take this one in an easy victory. My last pick, I am taking Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks. They are minus one traveling to Cleveland. And, you know, they I, I keep bashing Cleveland every week, so I've got to keep the streak going. And I also think the Seahawks are a much better team Russell Wilson is an MVP candidate right, right now in my eyes. Chris Carson erased the fumbling issues it has been putting up a lot of numbers. Jadavian and Clowney, great addition for this team. They will cause a lot of trouble for Baker in this one. This is going to be another victory for Wits. So give me the Seahawks minus one.
1: All interesting picks. Uh, I don't know how well you're going to do. Something about that Browns game scares me. If it's only one and we've seen how bad the Browns looked this week and how good the Seahawks looked, something's uh, something's up there. Uh, but I respect your picks. The Washington's a little bit of a stretch. Let's go with a couple over here. Rams will be hosting the 49ers after dropping two consecutive games. The 49ers blew their load. Pardon my French uh that will be a game the rams win by double digits for sure jimmy garoppolo looking at three interceptions tevin coleman will have to carry the load with 128 yards on the ground with maybe two or three touchdowns that's just me being hopeful but i'm going rams minus three and a half seems like a super easy pick here that's what i'm looking to do on sunday i'm gonna take the cowboys also minus eight and a half against the jets the jets Might be more atrocious than the Dolphins. I haven't figured it out yet. But to allow 35 fantasy points to the Philadelphia Eagles breaks my heart because it cost me a win this week. But honestly, the Cowboys, I think, bounce back again. They're coming off of two losses as well. I think that this is going to be a prime game for Dak Prescott to air it out and get out early, opposed to having to try to come back against the best team in the NFL and lastly, you know I don't like doing this on the show. I praise them all the time. They're my team. There's nobody else I love more than this team, and that's the Green Bay Packers, but I'm going to bet on this week. They're home Monday night against the Lions, the team that has been giving Aaron Rodgers fits for the last couple seasons. We've got a healthy team. Hopefully, Devontae Adams will be back with that extra day of rest. Hopefully, we get Jamal Williams back as well. Heal up on the line. Heal up on the defense, but I'm taking the Packers. Mine's four and a half as we find our way to 5-1 and one with a two-game lead on the rest of the division. Wits, say it to me one more time. How good are the Green Bay Packers?
2: Oh, my God. Get off your high horse already. It's embarrassing. Well, we'll they're going to be, in the be Super
1: Bowl champions. Wits, I will let you have your last word. Tell me what's going on in your life, how excited you are to see me in 48 days. Uh, what's going on? And uh, you can say goodbye to these lovely folks. <laughs>
2: Not much is going on, Rod. Just a lot of football, a lot of baseball, a lot of work. Not a lot of time for play, but that's why we bring you the show every week. Love doing the picks. Hoping for a little better result in the NFL this week. I think we're going to turn it around. Uh, The ship will turn around, mark my words. We're going to be plus units next week, so keep the faith, everybody. Have a great weekend.
1: Wits, you couldn't have said it any better. Let me give a quick shout like, out to my boy. Could have said it a little better, but, so. yeah, I, I wasn't really listening. Once again, I I tune out the exit thing because I got to think about what I'm saying. But since uh since there was a quick interrupt there, I had to restart. But I want to give a shout out. We're gonna have some content coming up. We've got new pages, all thanks to Adam Koloff. He is a absolute hero. Um, he's gonna help our podcast grow. We made our first buck a couple weeks ago, Wits, so this podcast has grown from where we started in Indianapolis. Uh, weirdly, that's where our show was heard most when we were younger, but uh, we thank all the fans. Thank you for listening to our picks. Hit us up with a DM. Girls, you clearly know how me and Xander Tinder now, and uh, it's been another great show with you, Wits. I'm excited to come home for the holidays, and we'll do an in-studio show for the first time, probably the only time all year, but it's been another week. This has been the opening line where we like to keep the line moving, folks. Enjoy and have a great week, everybody. You're moving by the
0: bolo, when you're moving. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. Things ain't idle. I know you're moving by the bolo. What's so the way-oh? When you're moving by the bolo. What's so the playoff. Break, break, break down. Ooh. What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. You forgot all, I know. You're moving by the Bolo. It's well. When you're moving by the Bolo. Break, break, break that child. Get a, get a move in it. Feel the baseline with the groove in it. Shit, the buzz ain't losing it. I'm an next thing, I'm proving it. Talk about how I'm full of it. Bro, but I still be bolder. rich. You wanna know how I'm doing this? Listen, man, I'm moving by the Bolo. You're moving by the bolo. When you moving, when you moving, we ain't gonna lose it. Watch how I move We ain't gonna lose it. Watch how I move. I move. I just can't help myself. What's your motto? Everyone want that Lotto. Things ain't idle. I know. You're moving by the bolo. that's your way up. When you're moving by the Bolo, what's your motto? Everyone want that lotto. Lot you forgot, all oh, I know. You're moving by the Bolo. When you're moving by the Bolo, play-o. get them all aboard, move that thing on the harder course. And I'm back with the business and the big gold on route to the promised land. Get that involved, oh, Dragon Ball. See when we stir it up, superpowers, murder us yeah. I got you now, you feel the buzz Like are you serious, now you are so curious so let you experience, party on this open chill Be hanging on my shoulder cause you know we play hey. We're moving by the door, You just gon' let it go. You just gon' let it go. We ain't gon' lose it. Watch how I move it. We ain't gon' lose it. Watch how I move. I move. I just can't help myself. What's your motto? Everyone want that Lotto. Things ain't idle. know You're moving by the boat. By the bolo, play What's your motto? Everyone want that lotto You forgot all I know. You're moving by the bolo. When you're moving by the bolo.